Hello beautiful people and welcome to yet another episode of Alien Perspectives. I'm your host Lawrence and today we're going to talk about fear. What fears do you encounter on a daily basis? Do you feel like fear clouds your judgment, your identity, your belief, your faith? And what exactly is fear? I would like to hear more about this from your own perspective and uh, let us have a vulnerable conversation about it. Do you get scared that uh, fear would overwhelm you, take you into a rabbit hole and that you would never find your way out? Or do you fear that you've found yourself out of the rabbit hole and now you won't be appreciated or accepted outside the rabbit hole. Let's have this conversation. Talk to me. Write to me in the comment section below. And I'll be glad to respond to your reactions. What does your perceived rabbit hole look like? And by rabbit hole, I am referring to the circumstances surrounding your fears, be it positive or negative. Are they long-term or short-term circumstances? I know I've asked a lot of questions so far, but I feel like this is the only way we can truly know and poke ourselves in manifesting this topic and the nature of our rabbit holes. And today I will also share a few experiences from two lovely people who wanted to share their personal experiences with us today. And I'll keep their identity anonymous. First off, let me tell you a quick story. Six years ago, I left my home country with the fear of a future unknown to me. I never knew what's going to happen when I arrived and how I will fit in either. I also didn't know what I would eat or where I would sleep, but I had the notion of the land of opportunities, milk and honey, right? That fear was my driving force the whole process. At this point... Fear was the main strength that I had to get through a lot of the uncertainties. The fear of not seeing my family again still lingers in my mind till today. I am sure you wonder why I say that. Everyone's circumstances for a new life in a foreign land have different and unique perspectives. And I think every immigrant can relate to what I'm saying. Not knowing when your last day in the new land of opportunities will come is the everyday fear. It's like coffee and toast every day. As an immigrant, you're forced to live to the best of your abilities one day at a time because A whole village is depending on you to succeed and you have to save everybody. And the greatest fear is nobody 
is ever satisfied. In fact, some of them are waiting for you to fail so they can point fingers at you and rejoice while you're down. This makes a lot of anxiety grow in you. And this same anxiety follows you everywhere and never lets you live your dreams peacefully. I wonder, are dreams even a thing? (laughs) That's a story for another day. (laughs) So, upon arriving in the U.S., I was welcomed by a wonderful couple who have been my family for the last six years. And they have encouraged me to pursue my dreams one day at a time, patiently. And I got the chance to live my dream as a professional singer, but still the challenges of saving your village and your family always lingers around your head just like a smoky cloud. I'm sure many of you can relate to the fears of not being successful enough to save everybody in your family. For those who have families that depend on them, the fear of being too late to have a family in the socially constructed timings, (laughs) that's another situation there. (laughs) Everybody's like, you should get married. You're wasting time and shit. You should be making money for us. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Society pressures do play a humongous role in a lot of depression and anxiety. Many people are muted with. But have you ever found yourself laughing at yourself for all the uncertainties of your future? (laughs) Well, I do quite a lot. Then I pour a drink for it to quench my fear. Please, allow me to share a small section of a response I got from one of my friends who I interviewed this week in regards to fear. Um, When I think about the word fear, the different spectrums and all of us are, are afraid of different things, you know. I'm actually some are afraid of snakes. But when I think about it, like, boom, I fear death. I fear dying. I fear losing people in my life, people dying that I know, that I care of. It's a, it's a fear that sometimes I wonder how to move on without those people. Because they are a very essential part of your life even if you don't talk to them as much even if you don't see them as much the thought of them being there and alive keeps you going but then the thought of them not being there and you not even getting to talk to them makes me freeze for a second. It's a deep fear. It's a very deep, deep fear. I always hear people talking about their futures, their plans for the summer, their careers, their plans for the rest of the year, and I wonder, 
what plans do I have? <laughs> because my rabbit hole is full of everybody's problems and expectations that I have to face. And I have no time to think of plans for this summer or careers or the future. Which future are we talking about? I'm scared about that future because it's uncertain, you see. The fear of not being good enough to rescue everybody kicks in big time. And those, ladies and gentlemen, are what I call self-constructed fears. No one can rescue you. No one can help you with it. Therapists will indulge you, but they can never really understand. They can theoretically understand, but not truly relate, if you know what I mean. There comes a point where only those who have been through the same circumstances can truly understand one's struggles. If you don't agree, please challenge me by writing your reactions. Let's indulge. Let's go deeper into this conversation. Because it's things like this that help us connect as human beings. So those circumstances that I'm talking about, with time, they make you develop anxiety. And the villagers, remember the villagers, start calling at the end of the month. All they want is dollar signs. Nobody cares what you've been going through. All they care about is dollar signs after dollar sign. You know? <laughs> solve their issues. Solve their problems. They'll be happy. <laughs> and when you attempt to share your experiences and what you've been going through, oh boy. Nobody cares. In fact, they actually notice you, sh you when they actually notice you're sharing even a little bit, you're quickly regarded as weak and you've lost your ways of your culture and betrayed your traditions of being a strong man or woman. <laughs> but, let me tell you, the greatest fears of all is not fitting in when you go back home. <laughs> and that takes me back to my first statement. I said, not knowing when I will go back home. Because this culture, the American culture, forces you to assimilate. If you do not assimilate, you are forever looked down upon as an outsider, utterly misunderstood and judged for sticking to your roots. Those who can relate know how life goes after that. Any, many people struggle to maintain their identities, their traditions and their faith, but fear, 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 fear always cripples a lot of dreams and aspirations since the ways of the new society always challenges and makes you question all those beliefs you've been brought up with. The new community opens your mind and your eyes to seeing things differently from how people back home would view things. An example is identity. In this culture... This is a personal example, by the way, that uh, really was a culture shock to me, to be honest. I have learned that there are more than two identity pronouns, and uh, I was raised with two, male and female. But 
after taking gender studies both in sociological and anthropological points of views, I learned about they and them. And if you even attempt <laughs> to share this conversation with people, say, in my society, <laughs> that is extremely problematic in so many ways. <laughs> because that is when you realize how small-minded your society is. This is not a generalization. No. It's my perspective. The people will look at you like you've become white, as they say. <laughs> Their definition of white is others. You're not one of them anymore. The fear of having too much knowledge that makes you question your traditions and beliefs is the foundation of your rabbit hole. And that becomes a threat to your roots. So, by now you might have realized the amount of fear I hold as an individual. Not forgetting, on top of it all, the fear of fitting into a new environment and new way of life, as well as losing the people you love. That is the deepest of all, losing the people you love. There is always pressure to be and give the best you can because you're an outsider. If you're not at your best and not only will the new people in this society point fingers at you, but your village is anxiously waiting to see what comes out of you and judgment follows in all colors that you can fathom not. With all that said, I wonder, what is fear really? Is it the things that we think we can control but really can't control because of the nature of the circumstances? Or is it the things that we couldn't control in the first place that pulls, pulls, pulls you back deeper into the rabbit hole? That, ladies and gentlemen, is where I believe anxiety is fueled from. And ultimately, depression wins. Allow me to share a second response from a conversation with one of my dear friends. My most vulnerable fear that I'm encountering currently is the fear of the unknown just a little backstory i have been residing with one of my siblings and for the last two years that has brought a sense of comfort and right now i gave myself two years before i moved out um, and started living by myself and it just so happened my time to move has arrived in a few weeks i will be living on my own and the fear of the unknown in that I'm stepping out and I'll be meeting my own bills. I'll be making sure that I have what I need, um, my necessities to get by each and every day, each and every month, each and every year. 
And that has brought the fear of, wow, will I be able to sustain this? And with what's happening with the pandemic, with salary cuts, job losses, businesses being closed, there's a lot of uncertainty with what's going to be happening in the next few weeks, couple of months or years. And so I'm, I'm finding myself in a dilemma. Should I really move? Should I postpone this? But it is a good move. It's progress. It's something to think about. It's something new, something to look forward to. And that's what I'm encouraging myself along the way. However, that is my main, um, that's my main fear at the moment. Surviving days at a time emotionally and physically is only dependent on how you choose to view things and how much time you spend with yourself. Many times we tend not to pay attention to ourselves. I myself included. But over the last couple of years I've learned to embrace Spending time with myself, making myself a good meal, taking myself out for a date, for a drink, for coffee, for lunch, for dinner, and just hanging out and thinking and planning, I would say. But we live life feeding off of the energy of our friends, our colleagues and family with an aim of filling the void we cannot face ourselves. It's all about filling the void, all about feeling happy, even if it's only for a few minutes. And at times it's even about seeking approval. It's really hard sometimes to choose happiness. Really hard. And I encourage you today, choose happiness. Make that choice in your mind. I was listening to an interview two days ago and um, one of India's wise men was asked, how can I deal with my fears? And his response was, simpler than I thought. If you feel fear, it is because you have allowed it to manifest within you. Hmm. Why not choose to feel the way you feel when you are fearless? This is, I think, because fear is a circumstance created within our conscience. And human beings tend not to pay attention to themselves when they are not afraid. Hence, they cannot choose that place of fearlessness when they are asked to. Hmm. That response was quite interesting to me and it made me think. What are you thinking? Share with me your experiences. What fears are you encountering today? Is it from a traumatic incident? Is it the fear of not being accepted as an individual, as a partner or a child? Share with me. Write to me in the comments below. Tell me what you think. It is okay to be anonymous. 
And if you'd like me to share your stories on my next season, shoot me an email at alienperspectives30 at gmail.com. Alienperspectives30 at gmail.com. These responses will be anonymous and uh, they will require your consent before I share them. So, to sum up everything, I would like to say, with time, I have come to realize that fear is a fundamental emotion to growth. But that all depends on how you define growth. And at what point does one view fear as a tool for growth? Because that, ladies and gentlemen, is something every wise man likes to tell everyone who is scared and full of fear. Only because you choose a different path than what the society we live in expects. Fear has made many of us outsiders in our own homes, our own cultures, our own faiths, our own beliefs, our own workplace, in our own friendly bubbles. Fear has made us forget about ourselves. Fear has made people lose or take their lives. I encourage you to talk about your fears. I encourage you to email me. Comment below. Let's have a conversation. Let's share. Let's talk. Again, if you relate to any of the questions I have asked today, please email me. AlienPerspectives30 at gmail.com And I will be happy to share your reactions to those questions. I have been your host Lawrence and you've been listening to Alien Perspectives. See you next week for another epic discussion on dreams. Ciao.